0: Welcome to your Safe Space, the podcast. I'm your host, Adele Marie, and this podcast is here for you. It is a safe space for us to catch up each week to discuss anything and everything. And on today's show, we are talking about Valentine's Day. Hello, guys. How are you? Happy whatever day you're listening to this. I always want to say happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Happy Monday. How are you going? how has your week been? I hope you're doing well. I hope that the week has been good to you. I hope you've had a nice weekend. I hope that you have a great week ahead. I also want to say, I hope you're having a great start to February. I was thinking to myself this week, oh my God, it's already January. Like January's done. It went so quick, but then I'm like, hang on a second. Did it really go that quick? Because New Year's Eve feels like a long time ago. I feel like February usually flies for me because it's a shorter month, but I think there's still five weeks in Feb. So we're here. It's the second month of the year. If you felt like January wasn't the start that you wanted, you can still get into it into February. And I will say a cheeky little reminder, if you want to do the monthly review, there are some prompts, some journal prompts on the potty Instagram if you would like. It's not too late to do it. I don't know what date it will be when this podcast comes out. I'm recording this on Thursday, actually. (laughs) I'm not recording on Tuesday this week, so this will come out on the 5th of Feb, five days into the month. Fuck the rules. You can still do the monthly review even five days into the month, guys, but before we get into the show, we're going to do our usual struggle, highlight, gratitude, and while I give you mine, I want you to hold space for yours, and I would love for you to come into the Facebook group and also give us your highlight, struggle, and gratitude in there because I personally love reading them. I read every single one of them. I try to reply to them all, but obviously, as the week progresses and more people add them in. It's a little bit harder for me to reply to every comment, but I see them. I love reading them. I love getting to know you guys. So come and do that. I will quickly give you mine and then we'll get straight into the show. I'm hitting you with the highlight first because mum and I are going to the Mary Poppins opening night at Her Majesty's Theatre tomorrow. And fuck, guys, I'm so excited because very similar to the tennis, when we were kids, mum always used to take us to these theatre shows. We went to Lion King and we went to another one. I can't remember what it was, mum. I'm so sorry I can't remember but she would always take Carla and I and I don't know I just think back to my childhood and my parents really tried to give us these beautiful experiences and I feel like crying because it's like full circle moment now I can kind of give these experiences back to my parents and we can enjoy it as adults and make more memories together fuck I am gonna cry okay. <laughs> Guys, I'm really emotional this week, okay? I will go into my struggle. My struggle has been my period. I started a new contraceptive pill. Is it fucking me up? Maybe. I'm going to give it a go. If I'm going to see out the three months that it's in the packet and I'll see how it goes but I finally got my period on like Monday I think or Tuesday and my PMS last week was brutal like to the point where like I didn't want to speak to anybody I just wanted to be left alone I was very very angry I was very very aggressive I was very very emotional and then felt it subside once I got my period but I'm still emotional I was almost crying over the fact that there was Chocolate sauce on or my Oreo chili yesterday because I don't come with chocolate sauce and I didn't want chocolate sauce. But you know when you're just so emotional that like the slightest thing is like the straw that breaks the camel's back or the mouse that sinks the ship? That's me this week. And that really has been my struggle. So not super serious. I'm not invalidating myself. But yeah, fuck. It's sometimes, you know that audio on TikTok, it's like, oh, how I love being a woman. Sometimes I'm like, nah. <laughs> The week before my period, nah. And then you guys, my gratitude is to you guys because this kind of goes back to the highlight. But with the highlight going to Mary Poppins, I was invited by Meta. So Meta is Facebook and Instagram. And it's the opening night of Mary Poppins. And I obviously got that invite because of my platform. And I have my platform because of you guys. So I always say it, but I'm really grateful for you. I'm especially grateful for my your safe space community. You guys are my safe space and what I give to you, you also give to me. And And I just need you to know how much I love you and appreciate you. So thank you. And I have to give a little shout out to the Facebook group because you guys really have kept it so beautiful. I had a fear before I started the podcast group that I didn't want it to become like a toxic place. I didn't want it to become a place of negativity. And I knew it would be a lot for me to moderate, but it is actually very small and manageable at this point. I know that as we continue to grow, that may increase the chances of things getting out of control. But I actually don't think it will happen because I literally have the best people in my community and that is you guys who are listening to this podcast and who are part of my community and so just thank you for keeping it beautiful, thank you for being kind to each other, thank you for being kind to me and a special shout out to one of our members in the Facebook group who posted her Franklin dupe. So she has a, a chocolate sausage dog as well with a kink in his tail, just like my little Franklin. What that prompted everyone else in the group was to post their Franklin dupes and there were chocolate sausage dogs and my heart. Oh, my heart was exploding. I love dash hounds. They are my favorite dogs in the world. And so like I've told you before, I've got a dash hound radar. I'm happy to see all the dash hound pigs in that Facebook group. So thank you for putting up that post. That post really made me smile yesterday. So thank you guys. And now we are going to jump into the show. We are talking about Valentine's Day. I really wanted to do this episode just because it is something that I noticed was starting to come up in the Ask Me Anythings. And it's something I've struggled with in previous relationships or even when I've been single and I think it would be a fun episode to do. So we're going to go through the origins and history of Valentine's Day. We're going to go through some of the common struggles that you guys have experienced or will maybe experience this Valentine's Day and then I'm going to give you some practical ways to do Valentine's Day if you need it. Alright, this episode is going to be for everybody. Whether you are singled or coupled up, I have something for you. I asked you guys for your input this week on the podcast Instagram and that input will feature throughout the episode as well. This episode was so much fun for me to prep for because I have never, ever, ever done research on Valentine's Day. I have never looked into the history. Full honesty, I thought it was just like a commercialized holiday. I did not know that it has ties... To history. And so I'm going to unpack it with you. Valentine's Day, also known as Saint Valentine's Day, is held on February 14th each year, and it is known for lovers expressing their affection with cards or gifts. Since it has originated, it has changed over the years and it now includes all types of love as it fucking should, including friendship or what is now commonly known as Valentine's Day. The history of this holiday, and it's not a public holiday, but I'm just going to call it a holiday for the purpose of this episode. It is not a romantic one. It's kind of gruesome, actually. And it is suggested that Valentine's Day has origins to the Roman Empire and the ancient Roman festival of Lupercalia. Lupercalia was a pagan fertility festival. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. And there were also around the same time, so that festival was celebrated mid-February. And around the same time, according to history, there were three men also named Valentine who were sainted, so they were known as Saint Valentine, and then they were killed on or around February 14th. And I will say they were martyred. That's what the history says. So not very romantic at all if I'm honest. I find it fascinating that it has ties all the way back to history but of course that's how things happen (laughs) and I don't know why I'm surprised but we've then got Cupid who is the symbol of Valentine's and who is the ancient Roman god of love. Guys I thought Cupid was like this like made up thing by Hallmark with his little bow and arrow. I did not know he was the ancient Roman god of love. Now I've got some fun facts for you as well. The first formal messages or what we are known as Valentine's, so cards, appeared in the fifteen hundreds. What? And by late seventeen hundreds, commercially printed cards were being used. And I'm going to give you another fun fact. People send more cards for Valentine's Day than almost any other holiday, which makes sense because I think about it. And obviously, you've got people sending Christmas cards, but it's really that declaration of love and expressing that. So that does make sense. And I think it's wild because it's 2023 and here we are still doing the exact same thing that they literally did in the 1500s and 1700s. And obviously, the elephant in the room, Valentine's Day rakes in the money. It is highly commercialized and it's also one of the most popular days for partners to pop the question and ask their partner to marry them, which is kind of cute. I'm going to give you my take on it. I am a sucker for love, guys. I don't know if you realize that. Maybe I haven't expressed that in some of the content, but I am a sucker for love. I'm a wear my heart on my sleeve kind of gal. I like Valentine's Day. I celebrate it, whether I am partnered or single, obviously I'm single right now. And the other thing is I have lived through every type of scenario. So when I've been in relationships, I've had partners who also celebrated with me and it wasn't in a big way. We had always done low key things, whether it's like a picnic or a nice dinner out or maybe a bunch of flowers. For me, a note or like my favorite chocolate would have always been enough. And then on the other hand, I've been in relationships with guys who like fully rejected it and were like, no, we're not fucking celebrating, even though they knew that I wanted to celebrate it. And I think there were some lessons there that I'm gonna go through with you about being in a relationship when you both have different like thoughts or beliefs on the day. Those Valentines personally were never very much fun for me. And then I've also got on the other side of that, me being very, very single, very single to the point, not even talking to anyone, not even getting like a Valentine's Day text from a guy I had a crush on or anything like that. But I've still celebrated with myself, or I've still celebrated with my friends, and I've still made the day a day for me to embrace love. And I'm personally here for it. I think it's a very cute reminder to either tell the people in your life that you love them, show love to yourself, show love to those around you, and celebrate it in a way that feels good for you. I also think that love should be shown every day and there are a couple of days in the year where it's like a little bit extra holidays including valentine's or christmas or like new year's or birthdays things like that I asked you guys for your thoughts and I'm gonna read them out some of them made me giggle so thank you I want to say thank you if you participated for the research for this episode but here are some of your thoughts from our your safe space community it's overrated I think respecting and nurturing the relationship every day is more important. I agree with you. I don't know about if it's overrated because I'm a sucker for it. But the next one, this one gave me a giggle. I'd a Rubbish. It's a commercial holiday on an outdated calendar. This person said, I love it. It's an extra night to celebrate with my man. Go off, sis. I love it when I'm in a relationship and I hate it when I'm single and not feeling the love. Oof, I feel you. This one made me laugh. I couldn't care less. Yes. This one came up a few times where you guys said that you would rather celebrate your anniversary. One of you also said that your anniversary was on Valentine's Day and people think you do it on purpose, like you did that on purpose, but it was just a coincidence. But now I'm like, is it really a coincidence? Because it's a popular day for people to have pop the question or get married. Some other thoughts from the group. It's a nice reminder to do something small for someone you love. And on that, I think that even like the tiniest little declaration is enough. Not that I have low standards in relation to Valentine's Day, but a simple text to say, I love you. That just, and I guess because I'm a words of affirmation person that hits the spot for me, might not hit the spot for you, but it doesn't have to be extravagant. And then this one, I always celebrate even though I'm single, it's a reason to treat myself. And yes, that's the energy that I am here for. You are a woman after my own heart. And Obviously, we had a range of thoughts from the community, which I love, and I love the fact that we all think differently about things. I never want to live in an echo chamber. Now, I don't think that there is a right or wrong way to celebrate Valentine's Day. I did notice that there are many struggles amongst our single members of the group and amongst our coupled members of the group, and some of them are actually shared. So I'm going to go through the struggles now, and I'm going to kind of give you my tips and tricks to navigating this day. Let's go through our couple struggles first best. Because I feel like a lot of my content recently has been about dating and single stuff. So I'm going to give the couple some love right now. Struggle number one is pressure. This was the most thing that came up when I asked you guys. Pressure to have an amazing date planned. Pressure to do something to prove that you love each other. Or even just feeling obliged to do something when you guys don't want to do something. And some of you have people asking if your partner is going to propose on the day. What I want to say is with this perceived pressure all this pressure that we feel from external people, society, maybe it's our family, maybe it's our friends, that pressure is actually not ours to carry. And obviously, I'm not in a relationship, but if you are in one and you are feeling that pressure, I'm here to tell you that it's okay. You can just let it go take a deep breath and literally let it go. As I said earlier, what feels like a good Valentine's Day plan for you is the only Valentine's Day plan that you need. Whether it's something or literally nothing, if it works for your relationship, it does not have to make sense to anybody else. And then that leads me into the second struggle that you guys said, the comparison. The comparison to other relationships, the comparison to other couples and the comparison of other gifts. Now, I feel like comparison is something because of social media, we deal with and manage on a day-to-day basis because we live in the era of social media. But on Valentine's Day, it's fucking intensified because everyone everywhere seems to be celebrating. And it's not even just on social media it's in the shops. It's in, in the radio. I drove to the podcast studio today and I heard three ads for it. It's also seeing people buy flowers on the day, seeing people get flowers on the day. It's just fucking everywhere, right? And so I want to just remind you what you see on social media, what you are seeing on that day is intensified and comparison really is the thief of joy. My advice or my antidote here is to focus on you, focus on your partner, focus on your relationship and remind yourself that a especially on days like Valentine's Day, everyone's declarations of love is to the extreme. And that is not always a real reflection of what's going on. And it's a bit like that saying, you know, don't compare somebody's outside to your inside. People on Valentine's Day aren't posting their the last five fights they had with their partner or aren't posting that they're on the verge of breaking up. And I'll give you an example. The last Valentine's Day, I had a boyfriend, was with my boyfriend that I was living with in Sydney, that very bad relationship, and we had Valentine's Day plans. He got a picnic. We went and watched the sunset, and I posted about that on social media Within like, I don't know, six to eight weeks, we were broken up. So you really don't know what the fuck is going on behind closed doors. And I just want to remind you that if you need to limit your time on social media, you can do that too, if you find it triggering. The next struggle that you guys said that you had is the difference in expectations. So your expectations not being met, you potentially not getting the day that you want, or some of you have partners who don't like to plan stuff and don't want to make a big deal out of it but you actually love it. And this also goes for those of you who don't wanna tell your partner that you care about Valentine's Day, but you want them to put in effort because I noticed that that came up so much. For me, I think this particular struggle has more to do with communication than anything. I say this a lot of the time, people are not mind readers. If you have been with your partner for an extended period of time, you've never celebrated, you've never communicated that you wanted to celebrate it, how are they to know that that is what would make you happy or that is a need that you have? And I think in a healthy relationship, what should happen is you can communicate your needs and then you work together with your partner to try and meet them and vice versa. Your partner communicates their needs and you can work with them to meet theirs at the same time. I wanted to do this episode early so that there was time because if you want to celebrate with your partner, tell them if it's important to you. You are able to communicate this whether you want a card or maybe you want a bunch of flowers or maybe you want them to make a dinner booking. You can ask for that. It is okay to ask for that, especially if it means something for you. Now, if you're scared to ask, I'm going to give you a quick little bit of help. I want you to put the podcast on loud in front of your partner and I'm going to give you a second and I'm going to say hello to your partner who may be listening to this podcast. Valentine's Day is coming up, and it's not too late to organize a little something for your relationship. All right, hopefully that helps. (laughs) And then the next struggle is the commercialization of the holiday. So, a lot of you said that you had some struggles either finding a place to eat that doesn't break the bank, yes, finding the right gift. Or you have this worry that it has to be perfect or you have to spoil each other with like these very unnecessary extravagant gifts or just how overall damn expensive it is, which correct, we are living in a very expensive time right now. Money can't buy love and just because you spend a lot of money on someone doesn't automatically equal that you love somebody. It doesn't have to be a grand expensive day and in fact, you would probably have better luck knowing what your partner's love language is or them knowing what your love language is and then trying to meet those love languages and give back in direction with those love languages and trying to do something in line with that. I also wanna say you don't have to celebrate on the day and you can do something so low key like a movie at home on the couch Maybe it's your favorite movie. Maybe it's one of the movies you watched on your first couple of dates or something like that. And I actually saw this cute idea on TikTok. And if I had a boyfriend, I would be doing this on Valentine's Day. It's where they go to a supermarket and they play rock, paper, scissors. And basically each round of dinner, so entree main dessert is a rock, paper, scissors. And whoever wins each round gets to pick what you guys have for entree main and dessert. I think that's a really cute idea. Not too expensive, even though I know groceries are pricey as fuck, but I think that's cheaper than maybe going out to dinner. I feel like there are ways that you can still celebrate your love or celebrate your relationship if you want to in a way that is not too expensive, is not too extravagant, but is still fun and connecting. And then our last struggle for the couples is circumstances. So some of you may not be able to spend the day together, some of you may be working, some of you may be really busy and struggling to find time. Maybe your living arrangements aren't making it possible. So some of you live long distance, some of you aren't with your partners on the day. It's also a Tuesday this year. I feel like Valentine's Day is worse when it's like on a Saturday. <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like Tuesday is kind of business as usual as well. But what I wanna say to our couples here, if this is you, I know it's so hard. I know you wanna be with your person. feel like it's a good opportunity for you to try and make your own tradition Or make your own Valentine's Day special in a way that works for you. So maybe you find a different day to celebrate. Maybe it's the next time that you're reunited. You have like a, valen- a delayed Valentine's Day or maybe you book in a FaceTime or maybe you book in a call or maybe you can ask your partner to send you a card. You could communicate that now because I did this podcast with enough time to- for you guys to ask for what you want. But I wanted to vocalize all of that for you guys and I think just validate you guys because a lot of you had the same struggles and you'll see with the singles we have – The same struggles, but in a different way, which I thought was fascinating. So now we're going to jump into our single struggles. Struggle number one, and I just want to give you all a big hug, is loneliness. I know, guys. It is a reminder that we aren't with somebody. It is a reminder that we are very, very single. I feel like obviously because we're surrounded by the displays of affection, it's almost like salt rubbing in the wound. And some of you were also thinking of the days that you weren't single on Valentine's Day. But I'm here to tell you that there is nothing wrong with you if you were single on Valentine's Day. There is nothing wrong with you if you don't have a Valentine. And this is my public declaration that I will personally be your Valentine. You have still got one. If you think you've got none, you've got me. And I'll go one stretch further and say you can also be your own Valentine because I feel like even though it's a reminder that we don't have romantic love, like I've spoken about many times before, there are other types of love in our life. And I think the love for ourselves is one of the most important ones and we can embrace that too. The second struggle is comparison. So again, the couples are struggling with comparison but we are doing the same. So seeing everybody get flowers. A lot of you work at workplaces where people get flowers and gifts delivered to work. And I, if you work corporate, you would fucking know. I feel like February 14 in corporate, everyone's getting a delivery. Everyone's getting flowers or chocolates. It's not even a matter of like unfollowing or muting social media that day because it's in your workplace. But then we're also seeing posts online someone also mentioned feeling lots of feelings of envy or FOMO and my advice is the same as before to the couples comparing is a very natural thing to want to do and i do have an episode on how to stop comparing i would go back and listen to that that's probably more a general comparison episode but it is something we need to consciously choose not to do on valentine's day as i said before we don't know if couple one and couple two are really that happy because there's flowers or a fancy dinner. And if you need to stay off socials, you can do that too. And as I said, it's a Tuesday. I feel like Tuesdays are chill. Hopefully, can't be that out of control if it's on a Tuesday. I know it's easy to wanna compare, but don't do it. Don't do it. And if it makes you feel better, I'll be at home by myself as well, not on a Valentine's Day date. And if I'm doing it, you can do it too. The third struggle that we had with the singles in the community was becoming recently single. So a lot of you have actually recently gone through a breakup And I'm so sorry that you are going through that now. I'm so sorry that you were going through that in general. I feel like it is heightened around days like Valentine's Day or holidays. And I think it's really natural and common to maybe think about what you were doing together. Some of you were about to have your first Valentine's Day with this new partner, but then you've broken up. Some of you are missing your ex. Some of you have your ex who has just moved on all of those things are really hard to deal with as I said in general but more so on a day like Valentine's Day and so I want you to just know that it is really common and really normal to struggle on a day like Valentine's Day especially when you're in the depths of fresh breakup grief it is normal to dread it is normal to not look forward to this day and so I've got a few tips The first one is do not stalk your ex. If you want to stalk your ex, come back and listen to this podcast episode. Coming at you with tough big sis advice today, guys. The second tip is lean on your friends, lean on your family and go back and then listen to my breakup episode. And then my last tip is to just breathe and make it through the day. It's 24 hours. You will make it through to the Wednesday and I promise you will be okay. And I know that it might sound cliche and you're like, you're just saying that. But guys, trust me, breakups do break us. But there is light at the end of the tunnel. You will rebuild. You you will feel better. You will come out the other side and you will heal. And as I said, go back and listen to the breakup episode. And I love you. And then the fourth struggle is pressure. So some of you have pressure to want to find somebody or feeling like you have to find someone to celebrate with. And someone said that you feel like you have to do something on the day so you don't come across as a loner. (laughs) Again, this is like external pressure that we're feeling and then internalizing. What you are doing on Valentine's Day is no one else's fucking business. The pressure that you're feeling from everybody else, I'm telling you now, you can let it go. You do not need to hold on to it. What is important is that you do what feels good for you on the day. If you want to treat it like any other day and pretend it's not existing, fucking do that. Who cares if Joe and June or whoever think you should be with a boyfriend? It doesn't need to make sense to anybody else. We shouldn't be caring what they are thinking of our Valentine's Day plans. I'm back again with- a stupid self-recorded segment of this episode because for some reason my podcast studio keeps fucking up the audio guys I'm so sorry I'm recording this the day before it goes live unfortunately it keeps happening and I will get on top of this they couldn't give me an explanation last week, but again, they've cut out about five minutes of the podcast. And so I'm going to re-record it now and then we will cut back to the clear audio. You're just going to have to put up with me for the next couple of minutes. But as I was saying in this struggle, if someone is so concerned about what we are doing on Valentine's Day, that says more about them than it does about us. It is completely fine to have no plans. It is completely fine to celebrate it on your own if you want to. If you want to treat it like another day, business as usual, that's fine as well. And then the last struggle for the singles is a struggle with Galentine's. Now, this surprised me because it came up and some of you said the idea of it being really hard if you don't have many friends. And I get this because I, for one, can count on my hands that I've got very close friends. And I would always say quality over quantity. Every time I would much rather have one to two friends that I can trust deeply and have those really deep friendships versus like lots of like very surface level friendships. And look, I'm not saying that every friend needs to be a deep friend because I think different types of friendships can serve you in different ways. And it's good to have different types of friends. But for a lot of us, it's very unusual to have 20 friends that you can think of to do a Galentine's day dinner. Now, I also felt the same around Friendsmas. I couldn't do Friendsmas. I would probably do Friendsmas for like three people. (laughs) Maybe I could do Friendsmas. But I just want to say, if you don't have a lot of friends to do Galentine's, one friend is enough. Or you don't even have to do Galentine's if you're single. It doesn't have to be like the next default thing. Again, that pressure, let it go. You could do something really, really small. And I used to do this and I will do this again to all my friends. To my single friends on Valentine's Day, I'd always send like a little picture and I would say like, happy Valentine's Day. And I put a little rose emoji. And it was just something small that I would do to like give them a bit of like, I don't know, comfort because I thought if I'm feeling like that, maybe they're feeling like that. I've actually got less and less single friends now. I think it's just Suze and I. <laughs> so I'll send Suze a message to say that. And as I said, I can be your Galantines from afar as well and then my last little reminder here is check on your single friends so if you're listening to this and you have single friends check on them just send them a happy valentine's day message or send them a message just to say love you hope you're okay hope you're doing well that will go a long way and then our last segment before we wrap the show is ways to spend valentine's day and i asked you guys what you were doing and i love these so much so i'm gonna share them these are from you guys I spend the day with my dog and myself. I get chocolate from him and I buy him a toy. I'm going to steal that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to I'm going to send a present to myself from Franklin. <laughs> Someone says, I will be avoiding social media. Smart. Someone says, my friend is hosting a pizza night on the Saturday before Valentine's Day with all our girlfriends. That is so cute. I love that idea. I hope you have a great pizza night. Someone else said, treating myself and having a dinner date with my dog. Honestly, if you are a solo gal doing Valentine's Day and you've got a dog, you've got a Valentine. Work and normal life as a single gal, me too. I think, what am I doing on Valentine's Day? I've got a therapy appointment. I'll record a podcast and then I've got a dentist appointment. So business as usual we do a different day in February and we take turns organizing it each year. It's our excuse to eat out. This is from a coupled person and I fucking love that. Firstly, because they do a different day, not the 14th. So they don't buy into that commercialization, but they take turns organizing it, which is like a nice way to share the responsibility. And they use it as an excuse to eat out. Who doesn't love a meal out? This person says I'm single as fuck. Just another day for me. I'm in a new relationship and it's my first one in many years. I don't know what to do. I feel like if it's a new relationship and it's early days, you don't really have to make a big deal out of it. Maybe just a simple text. I think it can be kept low key, especially if it's like really fresh and you're just in like the throes of a new relo. This person says, I don't have any plans. We are both working. This person says, no gifts, but we will do a nice dinner together. I noticed that. That was very common. A lot of you don't want your partners to buy gifts. You just want to have a nice dinner and slay. I'm here for that as well. Someone just had a breakup, so I have a therapy appointment. And you know what, queen? Go off because same. I've got therapy too. So twins. And then we've got buying myself flowers and discounted chocolates. Yes, I can buy myself flowers. I'm so sorry to sing on the podcast. And then this one was really cute. We usually do a nice dinner and we play cards. I'm here for that. And then I'm going to give you guys some other date ideas and you could do this with someone, with yourself, with your partner. Some of the things I've done in the past, a picnic, I've mentioned that with some dips and cheese, we watch the sunset. Other things I've done are recreate some of your funner dates that you had earlier in your relationship. You could put on your favorite movie and get some snacks or Uber Eats at home on the couch. When I've celebrated with girlfriends, we typically would do a dinner and some drinks out, not on the day, like we would maybe do a day... Or the weekend before or after oh this one was fun having a games night and I highly recommend those conversation card games they are a lot of fun and definitely suggest doing that as an option I've also done really small things like just sending a text or writing a card but some other cute ideas I found online that I haven't done that I think are a vibe DIY spa night how nice would that be you can do that solo I might actually do that on the Tuesday night You could do that solo in a couple or even with a friend. Paint by numbers, Kmart sells them. I bought one in January. I haven't started it at all. Maybe maybe I could do that on Tuesday night. I probably won't do it on Tuesday night. But if you want to do paint by numbers, you can. You could do some kind of class. You could even do a gym class or I don't know, a cooking class or like any kind of activity solo or in a couple. You could try something new in the bedroom. Again, solo or in a couple. And I will repeat again. You can do fucking nothing, guys. All right? It's so fine. It's so okay to treat it like a normal day. You don't have to subscribe to it. You can just carry on and treat it like February 15th or February 13th, okay? You don't have to do it if you don't want to. But I am going to wrap the show. I want to say if you don't have a Valentine's, don't say that. You've got me. I'm your Valentine and I'll have all of you single ones as my Valentine too. And I hope that whatever you do, you make it an enjoyable one. I know this episode is coming out significantly earlier, but just with the dates, I didn't want it to come out a couple days before Valentine's Day on the 12th. Of Feb, so I'm dropping it now. But I'm going to wrap the show. I hope that you guys have a great week ahead. I hope you do something kind for yourself. I hope that if you are in a relationship and you want to celebrate, you can communicate that. And yeah, I hope that you guys have a great week. If you are not already, follow us on Instagram. It's Your Safe Space Pod. Giveaways should be coming back soon. I'm so sorry. I ran one on my YouTube last week or the week before, but they will be coming back very shortly. And join our Facebook group because it's a fucking vibe. And I love you guys. And please, please leave me a review on Apple. Leave me a rating on Spotify if you haven't. And I will see you next time. Bye. Bye guys.